WebmasterRadio.fm. Log into the feed and linger in the lounge. Cover story. Cover a story or attain that coveted story. Get it? That is exactly what you want. Quoted as the expert, the story, headline, the spin. Every week, join us to talk about all things important to relating to the public. Your public. Craft your image. Promote your products. Create expert status. Become the buzz. Join us with the pros. PR 101. Crisis management. Media blitzing. It's all here on Cover Story. We're reserving a headline for you. Hello, everyone. Welcome to this edition of Cover Story. I'm Brandi Shapiro-Babin, and I am joined by my fabulous co-host, Mick Jolly. How you doing, Brandi? I'm actually I'm doing great. How are you? Awesome. I tell you what, things are, things are going crazy here at PR Web. We've uh, just doubled our, our size, it seems like, overnight in terms of uh, editors and people, and so things have, been, things have been crazy. I've moved my office around, and... And uh, we have just a ton of new staff here, so it's, it's made it really fun and exciting. Well, let's talk about this growth because, you know, PR has a lot to do with helping a company grow. So let's talk about this growth that PR Web's beginning to have. Oh, well, I, I don't think that was an agenda item for today, but we can, we can yeah. spend a couple minutes on it. <laughs> there you go. There's Brandy throwing a curveball. That's right. That's right. Yeah, bad thing is I came to the game without a mitt for this one. <laughs> But, uh, but you don't need we'll, one. We'll hit it out of the you're field. the star we'll player. <laughs> you're the you're you're the MVP. Oh, there you go. Well, <laughs> tell, tell you, it's uh, really just uh, it's it's been a, a a lockstep process of just trying to work together with uh, each user and each user of the service being you know being uh, like part of the team. I think, and you know, we're you know we're trying to improve that. We're going to be going to twenty four seven service here in the new near future, and, and uh, you know, one of the exciting things is, even yesterday I had somebody calling, go, oh, gee whiz, this is an internet site, I didn't expect to have somebody answer the phone. Isn't that interesting? <laughs> you know, it is. Just, just little things like that make a, make it make a big difference. Uh, having a live person to, uh, to greet somebody and, and, and say, hello, PR Web, may I help you, and, and go from there. Uh, that's well, not what they normally expect. No, and and that's something that, you know, today's show is going to be more of a retrospective sort of um, a rehashing, if you will, of some of the the themes that we've talked about. And, you know, no matter how many brilliant people we've had on and how many interesting stories we've heard in regard to the world of PR, you know, we've heard there's like four principles that we keep hearing, you know, that ring true. And one of them is what you just mentioned, people. You know, first of all, you start with management. You create that corporate culture. And that corporate culture, like you said, is to create a team, a team of people that enjoy working together, that do well at the jobs that they're assigned, but that can pitch in and help in various other responsibilities as well. And then that mentality, you know, it's all trickle down. That enthusiasm leads over to your clients. There you go. And and can I tell you that uh, one of the things we've tried really hard to do, we've... um, David McInnes, in particular, he's been really good about. Who's David McInnes? Who's David McInnes? Yeah. <laughs> David McInnes, founder, architect, PR Web. He, he is oh, PR oh Web. I'm sorry. He's a, oh, and, and, and one of our co-hosts for the radio show. <laughs> one of our show. co-hosts. It never shows. What's up with that guy? <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I have to rib on David. David's one of my uh, most favorite people in the world, and I will say, and I apologize for breaking in, talking about creating a corporate culture, David's probably one of the most philanthropic, caring people I've ever met. And that alone will instill confidence in someone working for a company. And that enthusiasm will absolutely exude to the population of people that you guys cater to. That's terrific. Yeah, there, there you go. Well, and, and again, you know, he's, he's not only tried to help out customers, but he's trying to help people out here with, you know, in terms of providing uh, employment to people that, that needed, needed, needed some assistance, things of, of that nature at different, different stages. And then he'll help people along for a little while while they get back in the feet. A lot of, a lot of, philanthropic type of uh, efforts uh, that have gone on in the community that I, I won't even begin to launch into here that he's, he's wanted no fanfare for and created no fanfare for himself. And, and that's that's really exciting to, to see. But one of the things we've really tried hard to do in, as we've um, had this uh, huge growth curve, and we're, we're expecting to, to, you know, more than double our, 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 our activity at PR Web over this next 12 months. I mean, we, we, we fully anticipate it just based on the, what we've seen thus far. Now, can we guarantee that's going to happen? No, but one of the things that we've tried really hard to do is to get good quality people in the door and, uh, you know, not just try and get people that need a job, but people that really want to be a part of the team. And that's, and that's been important, I think, because mm-hmm. it creates an attitude of enthusiasm and a very positive uh, working environment to, to um, move forward with. You know? uh, and yet we're not, we're not so big. You know, you can, I think it was Ann Kennedy that at uh, one of the search engine strategies events, or perhaps it was actually Webmaster World um, in Las Vegas. I remember her saying that, you know, you can, you can do as well in, in, in your productivity with five people as you can 50 people if you manage it right. And, uh, 100%. Yeah, and that's, that's uh, you know, and the other thing I think I remember her saying, I'm just reaching back a little bit, but I remember her saying at that same time, something effective if you're only working half as hard as, as, as you could on, on your initiative, then you're wasting half your time or something, something to that effect. <laughs> and, and so we've tried to get people that are, that are going to be dedicated moving forward, that are hardworking, that are, that are motivated, and, and really we're able to kind of catch the vision right from the outset. And so I, I, th- I think we're going to be able to, to achieve our goals, Brandy. I really, really do. And I know that, um, you know, Webmaster uh, Radio.fm has, uh, you know, been achieving some of its goals lately and, and, and moving forward. And it's, you know, you, you know, I, I admire the, the heck out of, uh, what, uh, yourself and, and Darren Bavin have done in a, in a, in a brief period of time. And this is, uh, again, a mutual admiration moment, but you guys started with a concept of wanting to basically occupy a particular space within, w- within the, uh, search and marketing industry, et cetera, and supply a channel where information that would maybe not be, uh, in, in, in the case of cover stories, oftentimes I should say be foreign to the, to the search engine marketer um, arena. And you've been able to, uh, uh, you know, things like, like I say, like cover story and bring that in to the, to the forefront and create a following. And then you've, you've branched into podcasting and, 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 and you just keep, keep falling forward. And, uh, and, you know, what I saw down at Webmaster World, how well-received uh, webmasterradio.fm was. I mean, it, it's you guys are going through a similar process in terms of trying to develop uh, your your foundation and move forward. And PR Web's maybe a little bit ahead, but not not a lot, not a lot. No, <laughs> oh please, you're, you know what? But but you are. I, I do remember when. I do remember when um, I called, and I think you guys were like five people strong or four people strong. And you know, I, I always call that the big lie continues because when a company starts. 
you know, you, you're wearing all these various hats, and you don't always want to tell people, you know, we're really only one person or two people or three people because, you know, everyone takes, obviously, if you're coming to them with business, they want to make sure that you can actually fulfill what it is that they're requesting of you. So a lot of companies tend to do the, um, you, you know, not come out and say, hi, I'm the president of the company, the chief bottle washer, the mail guy, your editor. And um, you guys did a great job when you were young of really providing an awesome service with a very small staff, being very diligent about the service that you created while always staying ahead of that technology curve. And then truly, I, I think that the industry caught up with you and realized you guys offer something at a much smaller cost that gets the job done in a very professional manner and allows people to get their PR message out in the way they need to, which is wonderful, which is wonderful. And I think the important part of all of this and something that, that we've been doing is really trying to find, like you said, good people to work for your company that have the same enthusiasm and inspiration that you do, people that want to win, people that aren't coming to a job you know, merely to you know, pay their electric bill, but people who are aspiring towards something bigger and really appreciate the fact that they're making a difference in someone's life. Very good. Period. Very well said. You know, and the nice thing is I can feel pretty confident just using our two companies as an example. People come to listen to us, um, although we do do a lot of work in the search engine marketing field. It's really the stations dedicated to anyone doing business online um, and giving them information that helps them meet and exceed their goals with their online business. It's free to the listening audience based only on advertising support. So we really want people who, because it is a new industry. There you this, go. This online radio thing, this online radio phenomenon. So we really, you know, we're really bringing in people who, you know, like our newest producer, Mark Winters, um, who's our producer for this radio show. He's super. He, he's worked at, you know, top radio stations. He's a writer, a producer. I believe he's won a Grammy. Um, if he hasn't won a Grammy, then he will very soon. <laughs> hey, I mean, it's going to be a Grammy based on uh, what's going on on Webmaster Radio. You're so great. But, but let, I don't want to say we're fully focused on us, but the point is, is bringing in people that have a cool background but want to be able to really make their mark in this world and make their mark in a new medium. Ours Thanks. being, obviously, radio broadcasting and yours being in, you know, taking press releases to the next level, whether it be, you know, including them in RSS fees, putting them out the traditional way, whatever. And you've already gone out and you've done the hard work for them, all those strategic alliances. So, I mean, that's, that's an important thing and something that, you know, we've seen with a lot of the interviews that we've done on Cover Story thus far. You know, I think that the main objectives that people keep telling us, um, the way that they need to be fulfilled are, A, having a really great staff of people that you can count on who are inspired to do their job. B, having a really strong business plan. So you have a Bible that, you know, everything's a work in progress but something that you can look back at and really look as, as, a, as a, a roadmap, if you will, to where you need to go because it's easy for people to get off track easily. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So make sure that you have those proper plans in place, understanding who your marketplace is, understanding who your competition is, the value proposition that you offer that differentiates you from your competition, and then taking a look at the media around you and really setting yourself up as that expert. Very good, very good. You know? Anyway, uh, let, me, let me share just a real quick little note that uh, came to mind as, uh, as you were talking here. And that is, uh, you know, I mentioned earlier the 24-7, you know, that we're moving towards the 24-7 service. That means we'll have editors around the clock. 
that can answer answer a question. We've always had folks doing editorial review, but actually customer service being, being incorporated into that and giving that support uh, 24-7, that's not been a, a, a part of our program. Well, back a few months ago, David and I were in New York uh, mm-hmm. at an event, and we're walking down the, down the sidewalk, and I say, you know, we're really going to need to go to 24-7 service very soon. Um, I don't know how soon, but we're going to need to go there. And he says, well, we used to have 24-7. And I'm going, mm-hmm. what are you talking about? And I, I can attest to that. I can absolutely <laughs> attest to that. Continue, please. Oh, because it basically, I said, we've never had 24-7 since I've been around. And, and uh, <laughs> he says, well, back, back before, when it was just me by myself, phone rang at 2 a.m., I'd answer it. <laughs> <laughs> no, so true. Take care that, of the problem, that, you know. And that, no, that, that's that, how I met. That is how I met David. That well, there you go. David. You know the drill. <laughs> I do, and that's something. But you know something. If you want to make it in this world, that's what you have to do. You don't say, "Oh, look at me. I'm stuck in a nine to five job. Oh, look at me. I can't do what it is that I want to do." You can achieve anything you want. You just need to put your best foot forward and be available to people. And I'll tell you, that is exactly what he did. I did. I as a favor had written a press release for someone, and I, read, and I wrote it at 3 o'clock in the morning off the top of my head, and I placed it right into, um, it's a different program now, but like one of your first iterations. <laughs> I went outside, smoked a cigarette, came back in, and it just it evaporated off the page, and I thought, oh, my goodness. I cannot believe I just did this. I mean, it was, it was stupid on my behalf. And I saw it said there was someone online but I couldn't get a hold of them online, so I, I looked for the phone number and I called, thinking there's not going to be anyone here at you know three o'clock in the morning or four o'clock in the morning, whatever time it was. And lo and behold, David answered the phone. Of course, he didn't tell me he was the president of the company at the time. He just helped me with what I needed. He, you know, showed me how I could easily resurrect my my press release, and everything went smoothly. But absolutely, that was my first orientation was speaking to him, and he was so charming at three or four o'clock in the morning. There you go, and that's and that's the that's the real trick. And I know he, you know, talked to people from England at at weird hours, and people from New Zealand and Australia at, at strange hours. And it's just a matter of you know going ahead and, and getting up and and working at doing the same thing, even though it may become boring or frustrating at times. Just doing the same thing, keeping the path day in day out, year after year. And that's not to say that if you know you're not seeing progress. I mean, he saw progress. It just was not as outstanding as. One might think, but you know, eventually there was that momentum, and this this organization has picked up where now we're, you know, basically over twenty full time employees now, and that's, that's not that's, that's yeah, a mini that's, empire. <laughs> it's, it's it's you know, I'm, and and not that employee count makes a difference, but we're still able to be be profitable, and we're still able to do some. Well, you're good paying things. them. We're, you're paying them. They're not volunteers. You're paying them. That's, that's a pretty right. yeah. amazing thing that you can pay twenty employees, and I think. You know, as far as you know, that's sweat equity. There you go. What David and, did, and he, and he's he's uh, been been deserving of success we've seen because of that that hard work and that vision. So I, I guess this goes back to something that we we heard. I think even at the most recent Webmaster World, we had an opportunity to interview a, a charming lady from the the local uh, wasn't the Chamber of Commerce, but the Tourism Bureau there. NewOrleans.com. dot com. Thank you. And um, that. Uh, particular lady, I remember she talked about her plan for, for New Orleans. They, they put together a plan, and it was four years before they really started to see some uh, results from their efforts. Mm-hmm. And we asked the question, did you start to doubt your plan, want to change plans? Nope, we just saved the course. And 
you know, they've been able to then draw a lot of very positive uh, reviews for New Orleans. While it still definitely has its rowdy Bourbon Street uh, um, thing going, which in itself is a tourist attraction, <laughs> no matter what way oh, you get really? it. You know, that, that's a that's a part of New Orleans. They they were able to expand and, and create a you know the the uh, jazz festival to a much higher degree, as well as a lot of other family friendly areas that made made Christmas time a, a, a made New Orleans a place of beauty to come for for Christmas time. You know, even though that's one of their slow seasons. Just a lot of things they did to try and create this, you know, more than Bourbon Street appearance and make it a family-friendly place. And, and just in my little t- bit of time wandering around there, I would have to agree that, you know, you get off Bourbon Street, there's a lot of really neat places that, you know, I would bring children of any age in my family and, and not, not worry about it or think twice. Bourbon Street, I might hesitate. <laughs> <laughs> Although I did see a lot of people with, with kids on Bourbon Street, which yeah. sort of disturbed me a little bit. Yeah, that was, but, that was rather odd. <laughs> but they did do a very good job. You know, you've seen them do this with several different venues. You know, I remember speaking with Tim, who used to, uh, we were speaking with Tim, who used to be the public relations director for uh, MGM. Or, I'm sorry, I apologize profusely, the Hilton in Las Vegas. And he was there during um, the whole genesis of let's make this a family-oriented Vegas. And then he was there when they said, oh, goodness, let's make this not family-oriented anymore. Let's change it. And when you put a face on something that's, you know, th- that stands for who you are, like a mantra, Sin City, Las Vegas, what happens in Las Vegas stays in Las Vegas, and then you, know, you open it up to theme parks and you try to make it child-friendly, it's really a hard thing to go and change a persona once it's embedded. But these people like New Orleans have gone and done it, and they've gone and done it by being very diligent about what it is that they're trying to achieve, hiring people that represent them properly, and then making sure that they have really strong relations with the media contacts that matter most with them. And then you there obviously you supplement those media relations with your press releases. You know, that's sort of like your calling card, if you will. You know, make sure you get those press releases out, but also get out there and really ingratiate yourself with the media that's going to benefit you the most, that's going to reach out to your target audience in a way that's going to give them a call to action to do business with you, whatever type of business it is that you have. And speaking about business... Uh, is it time to give our uh, fine advertising supporters a, a little, little bit of time on the air here? I think it is. I think it is. We are going to take a break. We'll be right back with Cover Story on webmasterradio.fm. Contrary to what your mother told you, you cannot be all things to all people. You can, however, focus on your primary business and ensure your success by outsourcing technical projects to a company who is forward-thinking, solutions-oriented, and works as a complete extension of your organization. No need to do it over and over again. SRK Consulting can develop integrated automation programs, programming in most major languages, and operating systems. SRKConsulting.com, making sure your mother is Always proud. A rose by any other name would still be the same. Move over, Shakespeare. You need to differentiate yourself from your competition. Do it by aligning yourself with a company who has earned the trust of Jupiter Media, the NHL, and Lionsgate Films, among others. Moniker.com is the most secure ICANN accredited register on the planet, offering you domain registration, hosting, domain sales, and acquisition services. Wrap that up with 24-7 support. That's your winning combination. M-O-N-I-K-E-R.com. More than a name. So they got pretty good food here.
here, huh? Uh -huh. Listen, I just got a new check from a program I joined. Oh, yeah? What effective CPM are they paying you? Pass the salt. Not sure. They just send me a check, not a detailed breakout. Are you joking? No. There's lots of ways to make money, but you need to be the master of your own destiny. With ValueClick Media, I instantly adopted a national sales force that delivers recognizable ads with high CPM payouts. Mm. Plus, their new interface lets me control the ads I want to run and mm. tells me how much I earn from each advertiser. Wow. And that's how better pass the pepper. Wow. Thanks for the tip. I'm going to give ValueClick Media a try. Join the ad network publishers trust most. Apply today at ValueClickMedia.com. Over 4,000 clients around the world are utilizing effective content-based solutions from InfoSearch Media with the expertise of over 200 professional copywriters to work for you. Studies show that the number one factor visitors consider before making a purchase online is trust. And nothing creates more trust and loyalty than well-written, informative content. High-quality content also generates free search engine traffic. Content is definitely king. Visit InfoSearchMedia.com today. Commercials off. Now back to Cover Story. We're reserving a headline for you. I love that. Hey, everyone. Welcome back. This is Brandy Shapiro-Babin and Mick Jolly. We're your host for Cover Story. Hey, right. you. Welcome back, Brandy. Does that rock? Oh, awesome. Our new little, our new little show bumper coming back from break. No, that, that, that's cool. You, you guys are always uh, raising the bar. <laughs> and you know what? Us guys, as you, are growing, which is great. So that was actually uh, our new producer who implemented that new bumper coming back. Very it's good. Really very good. So, you know. You guys already had jazzy music going at different times, and then, and then it's only gotten uh, better over time with the, uh, the little announcements going out for, for the advertisers, for the supporters, and, and whatnot, and it just keeps getting better time after time. So. Well, and you know what we're trying to do here as well is really create uh, music blocks, like we now have, we're, having, we're going to be launching, which is not my personal favorite, although we, we do try to, to cater to the likes of everybody, some country music. We're doing some country music blocks after uh, SEO rock stars with a two-hour classic rock jam and blast. Uh, you know, <laughs> so we're really trying to relate to our publics, all of our various publics, so that while we don't have original programming live, people can hang out, you know, keep the feed loaded. If they want to hang out in the lounge, they can hang out in the lounge or the chat room and listen to music that they enjoy and know that they can count on hearing the music that they like at, you know, specific times. And these are things that are very important, getting to know your public and what's important to your public. And music, I think, is an integral part of almost everyone's lives, and we all have very definite tastes as far as what kind of music we like. You can't please all the people all the time, but you can try to please as many people as possible. And well, that's what we're trying to do, keep people happy and keep them enrolled. You do you realize that it's just a matter of time before you, you know, have a few more uh, frequencies and, and whatnot going if you don't already, and maybe you have that going already, and just haven't told me. But I'm sh I'm sure, given some time, you're gonna, you're probably going to have you know 25 different channels going. You'll From your the, to God's ears. Yeah, you've been, uh, re you've been reading our business plan lately, haven't you? Well, I, I, I probably should take a look at it sometime, just so I can know where we're going, because uh, you'll, you'll be the internet uh, version of Third Channel and beyond. So uh, I'm not I'm not uh, concerned, at least for uh, for your well being in the future. If you keep doing what you're doing, you'll you guys. Will be, well. You know what? And always surround yourself, people, with the best cheerleaders in the world. I have to say, no, I have seen your legs. You do have great legs. You know? <laughs> <laughs> cheerleaders don't always have to have pom-poms, but they come with uh, 
great hearts and intelligent minds. You rock. Thank you for always being as supportive as you are. And that does help. That really does help because I have to say, you know, you guys have always been so super in supporting us. And that's something, you know, that we've obviously talked about on Cover Stories, really finding people to partner with who can, you know, by both of you working together, can help both of you meet your end goals together. Um, You've seen... You know, and, and there's always this weird blur between advertising, marketing, and PR. But sometimes when you look at a company and you think, wow, what can we do for each other? You know, you, you look at, um, people tend to look at things from a very base level. But if you get creative about things, chances are it ends up costing you very little money. And it takes you a lot farther. You know, because at the beginning, it's kind of like, okay, great. How could PR Web and Webmaster Radio.fm benefit each other? Well, sharing information, being able to share information to the public that are important to us by PR Web committing to do a radio show. They're showing, again, their commitment to the marketplace to bring them information that's not only going to help them with their press release writing efforts and their press release distribution, but also keep them abreast of a lot of the current PR trends, let them allow them to listen to a lot of PR professionals that have great things to deliver and, and just stay out there touching the public, which is very important. You know, that's a great relationship. And off the top, it's, okay, great, you know, we could do something where we gave you a little bit of, of radio time and you sent out press releases for us. But if we stopped there, I think that it would have been a disservice to everybody. There so you go. these are the types of things that are so important for people to be doing. Looking past what, you, what your immediate goals are and really looking at how companies can integrate each other and also understanding that each company, you know, has a core proficiency and allowing people to do what it is that they do best and blending yourself with companies that have, per, you know, peripheral type of um, programs or, or, or talents that allow each one to shine a little bit better in the sun than if they've stood on their own two feet. Well, can, I, can I share one other thought on that? Because it, it bring, brings up some, well, it's, it's something that you've done, and there's been a few other people that have been in the PR web uh, circle of, of, of friends, which we're always wanting to, to expand, just like, just like you, Brandy, I know you're always, you know, expanding your, your pool of, of, of friends. And it's not just a networking thing, but, you know, yourself, you've, you've gone out of your way to, to help push PR web uh, forward and, and introduce this. And, you know, it it's, may not be purely altruistic, but there's certainly no promise of any reward for your doing so. No promise of any effort, you know, any reward for those efforts that you put out. And uh, likewise, you know, we've done the same on behalf of, of uh, certain folks at different times with no promise of any in reward, no contractual, um, you know, you, you know, if we deliver X, Y, Z, then you're going to buy, purchase, use, whatever, mm-hmm. um, you know, it's just, it's just a matter of, you know, doing the right thing to help somebody <laughs> out, help them get what they need. And in the end, mm-hmm. you know, it just makes it a natural fit to work together where and, and, and benefit each other. And that's, and that's a part of public relations that I, that I think is ever so important because while, you know, we think of public relations and, and, and as that, this broad, you know, mass media, massive news distribution type of, a, of, of an outlet, really, when we start looking at, at it, it's the public's made up of individuals. And the more individuals that you can help, the more that you can affect positively, the more individuals you can, you can connect and, and help work together towards a common goal, then you can you can really create some anchors out there uh, or cheerleaders, and, and that's that's all uh, a a very positive uh, you 
know, maybe it's a bit organic or grassroots or however you want to say it, but it, but bottom line, I think that creates a framework that everything else fits into. That's extremely well said. You know, one of my brandyisms is um, what you give. You know, what you give out. Oh, now I lost my brandyism. That's horrible. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, you know, it's just important to like what you give out, you get back. And sometimes we don't get back the way that we anticipated, but it's always better. And I just think that people exude energy. And if you exude a positive energy and you help people, that's, first of all, it's contagious. And you never know where things may lead. And you do need to invest wisely your time with people that you, that you believe in, period, the end. Something may not come up tomorrow, this year, next year, but it will come around. And at the end of the day, the best form of advertising is word of mouth. And that's why public relations is so important because advertising, you know, you can have, you know, great concepts and great ads and be visually compelling and, you know, create, you know, great jingles that people start singing. But it's a company beating their, I mean, and I love advertising, don't get me wrong, our entire business model is based on advertising. But it's a company beating their chest saying, hey, I'm great. This is why you need to look at me. Public relations, on the other hand, is getting other people to tell, to tell the consumer, your consumer, how great you are. And when you hear it from someone else other than the source, how wonderful someone is, you yeah. tend to pay, you're more likely to pay attention to that a lot of times than more a credible form of advertising. Yeah, it gives you a lot more credibility. Well, here's, here's the other thing. Is it cost so much less? I can't say that's true of every, every, every incident that's been launched from a PR standpoint, but it does cost a whole lot less than it does to go through your traditional uh, put-together marketing campaign by mass amounts of radio time, air time, infomercials. When you look at the power of, of, of a press release or doing a, a, an interview on a news talk show, whatever that particular avenue may be, your real opportunity is to be able to you know, share, your, share your beliefs at, at really no, uh, at no cost to you. And when I say beliefs, I'm not talking... You know, just your corporate uh, goals. I'm talking about, you know, how you can work together, how you can help people, why people should uh, do business with you without having to come off as an advertisement. I mean, and that's that's powerful. I mean, every every time I look at a press release, I realize, and and I think anybody who else who looks at a press release realizes that there is a goal there. It's to say, hey, look, you know, this is what we're doing. We're making change. We've added new employees. We've launched a new product. You know, there's an, there's an announcement to attitude there that uh, you know is hopefully going to draw some interest on the part of other other folks. So, but at the same time, what happens is is over time you build the relationship with those folks that are following that news, and that's that's the powerful part as opposed to just buy now, buy now, buy now. A hundred percent. And I think that you know you need to have an integrated campaign, and you also need to be realistic as far as you know PR quote unquote doesn't cost you anything. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that's why, that's why I say it. It's, the residuals don't cost anything. It does cost something to put together a program. It does take time. It does take um, effort to, to put it together, and it does, uh, it does cost, obviously, for distribution. But then beyond that, it's, you know, it, it, it's just it's, it's one of those segments. It does not by itself, though, create branding, and that's, and that's where you have to look at, at, well, making your campaign well-rounded. You don't want to isolate yourself to just saying, okay, I'm doing press releases or I'm doing talk shows, I'm doing interviews and leave it alone because that by itself doesn't help to create the brand awareness. That's where you have to circle back around to the marketing where marketing and PR have to come hand in hand and yeah. get, to your, get to your advertising 
mechanism. That's where you want to take out your, you know, in, in our case, you know, we, we need to be looking at different uh, business journals and news journals where we can, where we can uh, post some advertising, not because we're in, you know, we want to be in the advertising arena, but because that's a necessary part in terms of having our logo be out there so it can be seen so people can recognize when they do hear that talk show or when they do mm-hmm. read that, that press release that they can correlate and go, oh, these, this is this is the press release newswire. Or in your case, oh, this is webmasterradio.fm. I've, I've seen their brand before. I've seen their logo before. They've invested money, been out at some trade shows. You know, we don't, you know, necessarily, people don't look at that necessarily as an investment, but it's an investment to go to a trade show. Oh my goodness! Yeah. It's a huge, <laughs> it's a it's a huge investment to attend a oh. trade show, but but you're a hundred percent right. It's all you know. You want to be able to it all. Every each message reinforces the next, and the more places you that you can be, where it's you know, for you need, you need to segment your publics and then prioritize your publics. But as many messages as you can get that are very solid messages that personify exactly the image that you want of your company to your publics is a great way to go. And I think PR takes a lot of sweat equity. It doesn't cost you anything, but it costs you your person and your time because you've got to spend a lot of time tilling the soil, getting to know the various, whether it's journalists or producers, news directors, whomever, wherever your market segment is, and develop those relationships. Create press releases that are newsworthy. They're not advertorial. They're newsworthy. Keeping ahead of trends so you understand you, your marketplace is going. <laughs> we, you know, not all, had, all press releases were not created equal. <laughs> well, you that's know, for sure. exactly. Well, you know, that's part of the reason why with us, with the Master Radio, we actually, you know, will write and distribute a press release for our clients. Um, Thank you very much, based on our relationship, our partnership with PR Web, because a lot of times people don't know how to write a proper press release. And at the end of the day, when you have something that you're doing, you're excited. It's the best. It's the coolest. We're awesome. And we don't realize sometimes when we write things that we're writing things from a perspective of it. It's an advertisement versus it being newsworthy. So, you know, sort of our give back, and thank you very much, PR Web, trying to really ingrain themselves in the community you know, the mentality is let us help you. If you are going to do this, let's make sure you are going to do this right. Thank you. And, you know, we've had a, a lot of users out there, and, and hopefully some of them are listening today. I'm sure there's, there's going to be more than, more than a few that are, that are going to listen to this, with, whether it's live now or as a, as a uh, podcast later. However, B, we've said it on the show many times that you have three audiences, and that's not just the consumer or customer that you want to contact, but it's your competition. They're going to read your press release, but also the journalists. And the journalists are not our marketing partners. They're out there to report the news. And so that content, you know, you, you hit the nail on the head, Brandy. Content is king. You have to have some substance to it. It needs to be genuine. And, you know, well, it, can't be, it can't be something that's, that's uh, you know, it, well, it, it can't be light, lightweight news. That's not, the, that's not a problem, but it needs to be genuine. That's, that's so important. Well, it needs to be genuine, and I think as you know, almost all the PR professionals who have come on um, on our radio show have stated it needs to be. You know, journalists are constantly looking for things to write about. Yeah. Your part of your goal when you distribute, when you write, you distribute a press release is distributing something that's going to allow them to make their job easier. So, if you can write right. a press release that allows them to take your press release and create a story from it, that's the best thing that right. you could ask for. Exactly, and that's the value proposition for the journalists. Make their job easier, and they're going to spend time sifting through press releases, and hopefully, you know, if you've done a good job with yours, they're going to 
key off on it, and it's going to become the foundation for a for a new story, or or, or segue into a whole new new uh, uh, area of a story that that they're trying to cover. So. Right. Either tick, you know, either or or if you know you present yourself in a certain way, allow you to say, "Wow, you know, here's online radio. Okay, great. Here's you know Brandy who." you know, is co-founder of this radio network. We're really interested in online radio right now. We can use her as a credible resource, as an expert, to comment, you know, to comment on this market space. I couldn't ask for anything better. No, you're, you know, you're absolutely right. I couldn't ask for anything better. It gives you credibility. With credibility comes loyalty. If you're credible, people will become loyal to you if you do what you say and say what you do. And I think that's the most important thing. Hey, I'm going to throw you a curveball. Oh, no, this is a, yes, this is a silly curveball. Okay. I actually was in a meeting yesterday, and I swiped a media magazine. Okay. You know, a media post, media magazine. All right. And the cover of it says, um, the blue period. How did porn go from X-rated to mainstream media? And so I looked at this, and I thought, oh, my goodness. Talk about PR and taking a PR risk. Yeah. There's a, who is this? It is. Um, Atlantic, I think it's um, Virgin Atlantic Airlines. Yep, Virgin Atlantic Flights is now on, um, let's see, Large Nets Entertainment um, Corporation's Adult Desire pay-per-view service where they're actually placing their advertisements into, into those um, whatever fees Large Net um, has. Um, you know, they, they do a lot of the, the movie channels in the hotels. Yeah, okay. And Crispin and Porter, who's right here out of Fort Lauderdale, Florida, actually came almost. up with this. It is my neighbor. <laughs> actually, I know the guys over there. Crispin Porter and Bogowski, they spent over a million dollars on a faux porn film-inspired ad. Mm. I mean, it is crazy. And characters with names like Mile High and Big Pen and Summer Turbulence to promote the uh, airline's new luxury suite with double entendres such as your first time on board and Several inches more legroom. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Talk about taking a PR gamble, even though that's an advertising campaign. Yeah, no kidding there. That is um, to but keep you know, in turn. It, it, it does show the, uh, you know, the power of, of media, though, too. I mean, regardless of what form or fashion that you put it in, whether you put it in print, whether you put it uh, online, there, there's power in it. And I have to, have to suggest, though, that you're getting more value for your dollars online now than, than you ever were before. And, uh, oh, 100%. So that, 100%. That, that, that part's so wonderful. But, but you're right. As far as a PR gamble, hey. <laughs> but what's interesting is, okay, and I, I, I could be wrong about this. I just happen to be pacing as we're, we're talking, and I, I walked past that magazine because I was thinking about this last night, and I thought, wow, if they're one of the first people to have done something like this. It's not about the ads that are being placed into, which I understand they're trying to reach the business traveler and the business traveler watches, you know, movies, whatever type of movies when they're at a hotel, a lot of times, you know, they come home from a busy day and you just want to kick back and, and just sort of disconnect for a little while. But I think it's not as much about the return they're going to get perhaps from having their ads placed there. It's the fact that what the content of the ad is and the fact that it's so scintillating yeah. which will draw a lot of attention to Atlantic, so or Virgin Atlantic, I should say. So it'll be interesting to see what kind of fallout comes from them doing this sort of like unprecedented form of advertising. 
Well, you know, I think it's the, more the residual effect of the PR versus the investment they made in the advertisement to begin with. Well, there, there you go. And, and it kind of leans back to some of the, um, what I consider Hollywood publicity stunts. And uh, in, in essence, you have this, you know, this guy meets this girl from, you know, from movie world and, and uh, you know, now they're dating, now they're not, you know, now there's this support. I mean, it's, it's, it's all. You it mean Jen, and, <laughs> Jen and, and Brad and yeah, Angelina you know, and Yeah, Jennifer and all the rest of that stuff, yeah, exactly. Uh, the, yeah, you the know, movies that, are just happening to come out as this information is being leaked out about your favorite movie stars. What will you do? That's it. You it's must go see Miss. I mean, please, you must go and see Mr. and Mrs. Smith so you, you can see some true chemistry between them. Not just the acting, but something that you, only you can catch as being some sort of, like, sexual entendre that's real before the movie was released and there was ever a murmur of anything being wrong with Brad and Jen. Yeah, yeah, there you go. You, <laughs> you, you, more you, you, you have it nailed right, right down to a T because you see that all the time. And I have to wonder, as anybody does now, Conspiracy theory here, maybe, but my goodness, the publicist must get behind this and, and put these things together. And you, you know, there are instances where, for sure, it's been been put together. But if nothing else, just by creating that attention, it draws a whole lot of additional fanfare too. Like you say, the movie. I went and saw Mr. and Mrs. Smith. I en- I enjoyed the movie. My wife my wife thought it was a fun movie too. Um, you know, she thought that the part where. Uh, it, uh, you know the the husband was kicking the tar out of the out of the wife while she was just on the other side of the couch, looked a little aggressive until all of a sudden that <laughs> foot came up and caught him in the uh, in the in the crotch and you know. And, but, but nonetheless, you know you're right. There was a whole lot of fanfare around that movie and so many others. And whether it's artificial or not, mm-hmm. you know it it that does create publicity. So the same thing here for uh, you know with with regards to the advertising in the airline. I mean, it creates some attention. It that uh, it's going to get people to take a take a look. It creates more brand recognition for that airline. It's not a bad. Huh. It's not a bad thing in the end for the airline. Good, bad, or indifferent. It's it, 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 you know. It calls attention to them. They took a you know you always have to take a look and say what you know what, what what's the worst case scenario? What am I willing to lose here? They you differentiated know, I, themselves. <laughs> oh, it totally differentiated them. You know, will it be? You know, will they end up with a lot of morals organizations coming up against them? Probably. They may, but on the other hand, they they may find that their business flights go through the rough, because, right? Because there is a you know there is a culture of that out there, and that uh, you know where I mean obviously that that particular industry um, produces a lot of revenue, and it's because there's real people on the other end that are spending money, and you know you can't you can't ignore that. It may not be you know a PR web related industry, but you get you can't. You know, stand on one side and say it doesn't exist. It, 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 it's very much a uh, a growing uh, market area. So you know, I you know, yeah. I'd have to say that they're probably going to get some, you know, obtain some benefits more than more than losses. Well, yeah, absolutely. What I meant by losses was, and, and I and I, I personally don't think this is as much about the adult entertainment industry. You know, where people, you know, whatever. I don't think it's as much about that <laughs> as it is about as it is about. Uh, the fact that they're, like you said, they're going to be calling attention to themselves from a bunch of different areas. A, from their advertisement being placed. Yeah, a lot of eyeballs yeah. are going to be on that. But more importantly, you know, I'm sure Jay Leno's going to get up and talk about this on his show. There'll be a half dozen jokes. <laughs> you know, there'll be a half a dozen jokes. It makes for easy and good material, and it's going to allow people to take a look 
at Virgin Atlantic, perhaps, where they hadn't before. And whether they um, agree or disagree with the type of ads that they've run, it's going to put eyeballs on them and fill seats. There you go. And, there you, go. you know, and that's what you have to look. I mean, you know, very interesting, you were talking about movies, the Blair Witch. Oh, Whatever yeah. that. Yeah, the Blair Witch Project. You know, that I have yet is, to see it, but, I, but yeah. I've seen so much uh, information about it, I feel like I've already seen it. Oh, <laughs> I, I, personally, I thought it was stupid. But conceptually, I thought it was brilliant. I mean, I think they made that, they made that movie for, like, tiny, tiny dollars. It was, like, 50 grand. They, it was, yeah, like, 50, <laughs> 50 grand, I think, it grossed, like, you know, several hundred million, some crazy amount of money. Yeah. And they just, it was viral marketing. They did exactly, actually, you know what they used? Something that's out currently today, if I'm not mistaken. Um, the same sort of marketing mentality that War of the Worlds used when it was first um, presented which was, remember, when War of the Worlds was first presented, it was presented on radio. People didn't yeah. realize when it was being presented on radio that it was just a radio program. They thought it was actually... Yeah, it happened, like man. ...actually happening. So, I mean, it created a riot and pandemonium, which, of course, in the long run, ended up making this into a classic. Made Mr. Wells a lot of money. Hey, put him on the map. Allowed, put him on the map. Put him on the map. And <laughs> today, you know, the, a major blockbuster just came out with the same title. There you go. Yeah, that's a, a Tom Cruise edition. If I, if I uh, yeah, but you know what? I'm sorry. At the end of the day, you can't sell Tom Cruise's blue collar to me. <laughs> <laughs> it just doesn't work. I thought the movie was really horrible. We saw it this weekend. I thought it was really. It was a travesty. It was a. It was a travesty. Well, now he did and play in that one movie where, uh, as a kid growing up, where he played in that high school football team. So you know, he come from a little bit of a blue collar background. No, no, no. <laughs> well, no, okay. no. well, he was a military guy. How's that? How's that? He played in Top Gun. He was a military guy. He was an officer. Military is not. No, but I mean, you know, like in this one, they had him like, you know, be Ray, this guy who like didn't love his kids and was a bad father. No, I'm, and, just, I, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just bugging you know. there. You know, yeah, you know, I'm sorry. There's a little snob in me. I try to, <laughs> uh, I try to push the snob in. It just comes out every once in a while. I apologize. You know, would have been I good for that role would have been like Mel Gibson. I think um, Mel Gibson pulled mm-hmm. it off. <laughs> yeah, you know Mel Gibson. Um, I, I don't even. I haven't even given that much thought. I was really disappointed in the movie, to be quite honest with you. Oh, I was really disappointed. In it. I just, it, it just. It, I don't like movies where I can find a lot of holes, and I'm not going to ruin it for people who haven't seen it yet. Uh, there you I just go. Found, you know, I just found there to be a lot of holes. Um, I didn't think the acting was all that compelling. I think that Dakota Fanning is a very, very talented young girl, but. You know, they keep putting her in these roles where she's like, you know, an 11 year old girl with the mind of an 85 year old. Yeah. And I find that like slightly irritating after a while. And if she opens up, if she opens up her eyes wide one more time and screams bloody murder, I, I was about to break something. <laughs> so, That's why they have those chairs in the theater bolted to the floor. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> that invisible strap you in to, into the seat. But Bewitched was excellent. Haven't seen that. Haven't seen that. No, that was adorable. That. It looks looks like it'd just be an incredibly uh, good movie. Again, it the guy a, from Elf, I can't think of his name. Um, um, Saturday Night Live guy. Ah. It was the first time I ever liked him. Um, oh, my goodness. Will Ferrell. Will Ferrell. Well, I liked him in Elf. Elf was funny. Elf was funny. That was adorable. I've never really liked him. I did like him a lot in this movie, and um, I'm actually surprised that they haven't done the only sort of pseudo sort of PR thing that I heard them do was a silly one, which was they did not allow Nicole Kidman... Um, for a long time, they think they had a gag order on her, not to say that she was Samantha and Bewitched, and she was not allowed until the movie actually was released. She was not allowed to wiggle her nose in public. 
Oh, no kidding. Didn't yeah. want to give any hints as to that being her character. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Interesting. You know, that's probably not a bad thing from a from a PR standpoint because you you know here here's another a whole other uh, concept and we're, we're we're talking in the movie industry a little bit and we should have probably had our friend back Tim from Movies Worth of Paramount and MGM and all that fun stuff. But um, the uh, whole whole thing that goes on when we look at like Russell Crowe, I went and saw The Cinderella Man. Fantastic! Oh, I, like I thought it had a great story. But you know, here he is. He's wearing a jacket that says James Braddock on it, and it's mm-hmm. kind of a military bomber style jacket, you know, and it's, it's, it's a, you know, obviously a commemorative jacket from producing the movie or something like that. Um, and he gets into some kind of an altercation where he, where he hits some doorman with a, with a telephone or something like that. <laughs> no. The guy in the hospital and, you know, it's publicity again. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it's it's publicity that you that that I think uh, if you're trying to be the publicist where you're trying to uh, promote the film, I think it's publicity that you can't con- control. And and you know, it's it's real world, I guess it's legitimate to a point. But um, you know, I think that if you're contractually <laughs> obligated in some in some form or fashion to some kind of a, a production that has a campaign or promotion type behind it, you know, you got to remember that you know, the public eye is on you 24/7. PR web or webmasterradio.fm, or Monitor, you know, you, you name it, Monster Commerce, any of the, the companies that are out there on, on the web, they're on the web 24-7. We have to, we have to perform 24-7 mm-hmm. uh, and meet our obligations 24-7 um, in some form or fashion. You know, we can dictate what those obligations are, you know, like us going to around-the-clock customer service. That's, that's going to be new for us. But right. the, the, the fact of the matter is that, that uh, actors... You know, just like the actors, they're they're constantly in the public eye. We need mm-hmm. to remember that too. There, there's not a time to, um, you know, really say, hey, you know, that that you know, nobody's nobody's watching us. It's not important. We can take our site down for two days and rebuild. You can't do that. And likewise, you can't turn around and and uh, you know, put some posting. Of, you know, you you may have a, a negative experience with a with a with a client or a customer somewhere out there. It does no good to to. Uh, you know, burn bridges. Yeah, burn burn that bridge. That's exactly it. And I th- I think that uh, a guy like Russell Crowe, um, who I've seen in other shows and I've really enjoyed some of the roles he's played, you know, he has an obligation I think to uh, comport himself in public. It creates a, you know, you had this caring, compassionate character in the movie, then all of a sudden you you know you, the guy behind it's kind of a flake. You know, it, it kind of deflated just a little bit of the of the value of the character he played in the movie, and yet it shouldn't because it's, you know, based on a true story, the movie was very well done. But I couldn't help but feel like I was cheated just a little bit. Right, because you believe so deeply in the character he portrayed yeah. and then he acted opposite. Yeah. And yeah. that's, oh, but see, but then that gets me to this whole other thing because, see, now, I, I grew up with a mother who was a celebrity. And... You never you know, told me that. Or maybe yeah. you did tell me that. You told me something about that. I forget that. You did tell me the story on that. Never mind. <laughs> but, and my mom was very busy, but she believed, you know, in spending, you know, not quantity time, but spelling, spending quality time with me. And it was very, very hard for me as a child because I'd be going out with my mom and we'd be going someplace as simple as the grocery store or just out to lunch together. And she's a world-famous author. Yeah. <laughs> and people were constantly you know, bombarding her with questions and, and wanting to talk to her and do all of this stuff. And it's hard because, yes, you're making the big bucks because of the people that are coming up and, and like, accosting you. But on the flip side, you know, at the end of the day, um, and, and this is a very tough balance, 
you know, a lot of people know who you and I are, you know, visually to see us, but yeah. most people don't know what we look like. There you so go. If, if we and go out in public, I'm sorry? <laughs> that's a good thing for me. No, I mean, see, but, it's, but it's a good thing for everybody. That has got to be one of the hardest things in the world because at the end of the day, you know, if you, if you have a fight with your wife in the grocery store, right, yeah. it's going to go unnoticed. Yeah, if you're having a bad day, okay, and you don't want to talk to anybody, you don't have to because you can walk down the streets in Seattle. You're right. You have some anonymity that you don't have as a, as a public figure. And that's the hardest part is when you have people digging through your garbage trying to find everything from what you ate to like your last sales receipt to, I mean, you know, like this Jennifer and Brad thing. We're still getting off topic here. <laughs> this Jennifer and Brad thing, like, I don't care how thick-skinned you are and how much you know that, like, most of this is hype and whatever, but there is some stuff that comes out through the media that's completely fabricated by the media. Um, that is nothing to story, do with your, headline. You know, right. There's nothing to do with your publicist saying to you, hey, Jen, just take a back seat for a little while because this will make Brad a lot more money and make this movie a lot better. So, you know, grin and bear, and you know that you and, you know, you and Brad are doing just fine. You, you know what I mean? That this yeah. is, and you know yeah. that it's in your heart. This is part of a marketing scheme. This is stuff that people pull out and say nasty, evil things about you and then continue to accost you. So at some point, like, people are just human. And if you push, like, I'm sorry, you have the sweetest dog. If you... You know, if you push a dog too hard, the sweetest, nicest dog is going to bite your hand. Yep, People like have them. tolerances, and I think that, unfortunately, in the world that we live in, there is no more, like, there's not as much decorum as there used to be, and there's not as much respect as there used to be, and we don't have the boundaries that we used to have. Henceforth, people push themselves and push other people past their points of being able to control themselves. You know, there, therein is a problem, but I think that creates an opportunity, Brandy, and that's for, you know those of us that are listening to the show or participating in the show, to really uh, take the opportunity to create those uh, boundaries of respect for others, if you will. And mm-hmm. and I think, you know, with, because you're right, it's, it's not as prevalent as it uh, once was, uh, you know, to, to have those those kind of boundaries. And I think if we can respect those boundaries for others and just, just uh, be a little bit better, be a little bit nicer, be a little lighter, I think then we'll get that much more... Um, General Back. respect and, and and appreciation and yeah exactly and desire from others to uh, participate in in future ventures why because they're going to have a higher level of trust and dependability. Mm-hmm. And I think uh, fortunately or unfortunately something that our listeners really need to keep in mind, which is the fact that the reality is you are responsible for what you say and do. If you nah, and, and be mindful nah. of what you say and do. <laughs> Because somewhere, sometime, it's like candid camera. <laughs> yeah. You know, the, the camera, the microphone, um, an ear may, may be listening to you. So you when you are speaking in public or you're speaking, you know, not even what you believe to be public, but you're speaking to a customer, you're speaking to a media contact, you're speaking to a partner, whomever, be mindful of what you say because your information, that what you say, can be used against you. The average person in public, this was a few years ago that I'd heard this statistic through a certain channel. The average person who's in public in a metropolitan area is videotaped or surveyed electronically at least seven times per day that they're out in public. So how's that? <laughs> you know, and, and you know what? That can be anything from the, uh, from the mini-mart where you buy gas to walking into the lobby of a, of a commercial building. I mean, it's, it, 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 you, you, 
there isn't really a, you know, once you're in public, you're in public, you know, and that's that you have to keep that in mind all the, all the time. And, you know, if people are comporting themselves the same, you know, in public as in their home, no big deal, you know. Well, maybe maybe some people shouldn't. <laughs> right. I'm like, hmm, I know a couple of people that they should probably use the reverse analogy of that. But, but, but yes, it's, it's, it's being mindful. Of, you know, I think that sometimes brandyism number 765, sometimes we place too much emphasis on ourselves, and sometimes we don't place enough emphasis on ourselves. And if you are... Sure, that are, was 765. I think that was 760. Oh, God, you're right. You're right. <laughs> God, you can't You're going to have to put together a book of wisdom, Brandy. <laughs> no, but, it, you know, but I, I am a very firm believer that, you know, people, you know, that, that sometimes people think, you know, all right, I'm an employee of a company or you own a company. I don't care what your position is of a company. And you think, oh, what I do or say isn't really that big of a deal. Well, it is a big deal. Because you have the, you know, you are crafting the image for your organization. And if you get out there and you are rude and mean, that's going to make people not want to do business with you. And place the emphasis on yourself that you, as one person, can make a huge difference in your public. There you and, go. And, and be mindful of that. Sometimes we don't look at it that way. You think, oh, you know what? Hey, people aren't really looking at me. Yes, people are looking at you. And I think that we're, abs- we're definitely in a more forgiving society more recently. But... You need to take responsibility for yourself and your actions. Be aware of your surroundings. Very, very well said. You only get one chance to make a first impression. Absolutely. <laughs> first 30 <laughs> seconds of a telephone call is, uh, yeah. is the time to put the hook in. Otherwise, the door is closed. There you go. And, you know, always smile. Always smile on, that, on, that, on the telephone and smile in person. And, and, I, and I think that can come out. And, and that sense of being content, being happy, can be related. And we've talked about it in the past about you know, when you call into a place, the person sounds down in the mouth, not happy to be there, but the person decided to help you, happy to be where they're at, you know. It's, it's a huge, huge uh, uh, difference in terms of the impression that the two scenarios uh, delay or make. So, um, you know what, Brandy, I'm looking at the, the clock, though. I just haven't glanced over at it. We've got to round up our, our show. No, I don't want us to leave. I don't want us to leave. Well, we'll have to continue on next week. Absolutely. (laughs) Well, another fabulous show, Mick. Thank you so much. And for those of you out in the listening audience, please stay tuned. We have many more hours of fabulous original programming covering a myriad of topics, something in there for you to help you meet and exceed your goals on webmasterradio.fm. And, Mick, thank you. Thank you, Brandy. We'll see everyone next week on Cover Story.